today we are talking about a complaint that I have heard numerous times from friends as we're like having dinner or hanging out and things that we have been guilty of in our own relationship. And that is making the other person feel like they are never going to do it right. You know, like what's the point of trying? Never going to do it right. Why do I even want to try? She's not going to like do this. And as you're saying that, I'm having deja vu of it coming out of your (laughs) mouth prior to this. So that's what we're diving into today. Welcome to I Get It, the podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. I am your host, Tara Wages, and this is my incredible but exhausted Mm. husband, Wes Wages. Yep. Wes, thanks for showing up tonight, even though I know you would much rather be in your bed right now. Watching Big Brother. Watching Big Brother. Tonight's the finale. That's right. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm so excited about it. Rooting for Cody. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, that's who I want to win. He definitely deserves it. And um, yeah, Wes was up last night with a sick kid. I had originally gotten up with him and then Wes took over, managed the whole night with him. They do act different, you know, with me. I mean, if you hold one at night, they're just going to be all on you. And yes, he was on me, but... Yeah, um, he wasn't trying to nurse you. No. <laughs> was he trying to nurse you last night? He was the the last time he woke up. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. So he, you probably got at least a couple more hours than I would have if it I had agree. been me, but you still did not get much sleep last night at all Mm-mm. with a almost two year old yep. sick kid who does not have COVID. We had him tested, so we were in <laughs> the clear for that. Um, and so, yeah, we are just going to dive in today. So you can go lay down. Let's do it. All right. So there is a topic that I have wanted to talk about for a while. And really it was inspired because (laughs) a friend of mine literally said it. I heard him say, what's the point of trying? She's not going to like it anyway. But let's be real. We both thought it. Oh, we all have. Every single one of us about whatever topic hits home to us. Like we all have that thing that we care about that our partner's just not hitting our expectation, the mark of where we want them to be hitting. And um, so, yeah, we, we all have those thoughts, but I hear this often and it goes both ways. The man does it, the woman does it. But today I am mostly going to be addressing the ladies in this mm-hmm. area. And, and I also, I do want to be clear. I've heard my guy friends come in, their wife has made them dinner, like done the whole thing, watched the kids all day. And I've literally sat there and listened to them be like, Oh, you didn't do this. Like the first thing out of their mouth. And I'm just like, dude, thank you. Just say thank you. But I know I'm also guilty of doing that with you. So I'm not throwing them under the bus. Um, it just, it does go both ways. But. We'll yeah. Go. I mean, it's a human like instinct, right? Yeah. It, it's so hard to look at all of the good and versus that one bad, like we always say with kids, like kids are always going to remember the one bad day <laughs> yeah. versus you give them 30 good days. Right. You know what sure. I mean? So whenever we walk in, like the dinner is made and all this kind of stuff, it's like, but you don't have that, the drink that I want. You know what I mean? Why did you get chocolate milk? I wanted a, uh, 
Old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. You know Chocolate what I mean? Chocolate milk and old fashioned. Those are very, I mean, I would drink both of those very happily. Yeah. So, and I also think that it's, it's harder for certain Enneagram types. Mm-hmm. And so like an Enneagram one may be more prone to speaking up if something isn't the way they thought that it should be yeah. or an eight, you know, there, there are definitely Enneagram types or personality types, the judging type on the Myers-Briggs that may be more likely to say what that expectation was before they remember to be thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And so knowing your own type, this is why it's so important because knowing your type doesn't let you settle for where you struggle. It's you seeing where you struggle and striving to rise above it and to know who you are while adapting and, and, and being a better person, the better version of yourself, the healthy version. And so I also like want to say to those Enneagram types, like you're incredible. Don't beat yourself up. Um, but know that why, why is our partner going to keep trying if they just feel, feel like I'm failing? It's yeah. never going to be good enough. And so today we're going to address the four areas of life that we really see this in a lot Gifts is huge. Love languages, kids, and sex. Always, of course, sex. So once the partner reaches that point of feeling like, why am I trying? At that point, they are feeling defeated and probably starting to feel resentment, which is that just creates like inner negativity for them. And that's where bitterness can start to harbor, like that attitude of watra you know, and it can really creep in and create some major pit holes in your marriage. And the truth is it's our fault. The person who is coming in and not being grateful, we are the ones creating it, not the person who feels defeated. So we need to own that and work to be better about it. So the first area that we're going to talk about is gifts and gifts are exactly what they sound like. I know they're a love language, but to me, even like anything you're giving your partner, I've made dinner for you. I'm giving Mm -hmm. this to you. I've brought this flower home or whatever. It's not necessarily just. Why did you bring me one flower? (laughs) A love language I wanted a lot of flowers. Well, so we have a great example. Uh This last weekend, Wes let me sleep in on Saturday, which he typically does. And um, it was a record. It was like 1045 AM it was before not. I saw you. Well, because you were gone. And he came back to our Airbnb and he had brought pancakes for the kids. They always have pancakes on Saturday, but he'd also picked up some pancakes for me. I am at a point where I have to choose my calories wisely. And for me, I would much rather spend those calories on Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. <laughs> than on pancakes. Mm. And so I've pretty much, I, like I wanted to cut com- pancakes completely out of my life. And so I see these pancakes and I have a choice in that moment to be like, oh, I really don't want pancakes. I, I just want something different. And instead I was like, you know what? The man let me sleep in. The man picked up food and brought it to me <laughs> without me having to do anything. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's all that needed to be said in that moment was thank you and eat those pancakes and be grateful for those pancakes. And then later that evening when we we're hanging out 
just life is good. You know, I'm grateful for you. I'm able to then say, Hey dude, those pancakes were awesome. But just so you know, I'm okay if I never eat a pancake ever again. Yeah. It's just calories that I don't care much about. And he doesn't feel defeated. Did you feel defeated or that you No, failed? not at all later. Actually, I felt built up in that moment when you said, because the whole morning, like, I kind of knew you didn't want pancakes, right? Yeah. But what you didn't see was I had two of the kids with me. Yeah. I couldn't get out of the car and go in to get the pancake because I had kids with me. So, like, I had to park at the front door. I had to call repeatedly. They didn't have a curbside pickup. So, I had to say, like, please, can you just bring the food out to me because I can't go in. Uh, and I was at the wrong door. So, they called me back and forth. And it was 30 minutes of me trying to get these pancakes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and then I also had to get myself breakfast tacos, of course, you know. <laughs> um, Which I definitely don't. He knew that I didn't want the breakfast tacos. I knew you didn't want those. But, you know, a lot of times we don't see what the other person did just to get those pancakes. Yes, exactly. And so in the moment, yeah, I would have felt really defeated if you were like, sorry, I don't want these. I'm not going to eat them. I was like, oh, will you please just eat the pancakes? <laughs> yeah. Like, Because I honestly, I even went to Starbucks, but the line was 30 cars. This is Nashville. Like, right. behind, It was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, well, it's better for me just to get home, right? Yes. So, yeah, I would have felt, but later, absolutely not. You told me like, hey, next time, I definitely never want to do pancakes again. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I'll get you tacos, even though you may not, you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> I will wait at Starbucks <laughs> for that oatmeal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think doing it later while it's not in the moment, while that you don't know what the other person went through was a great time to do that. Yeah, instead of shutting someone down immediately. And this this rings true, just like the example of my friend who made dinner and something was burnt or something, the noodles were hard or sticky or whatever, and the husband just immediately complains about it. Man, she feels like a failure in that moment. She has done so much all day. And for you to see the one thing that she didn't hit the mark on is devastating to her, you know, and Wes and I neither are great gift givers for each other. Oh, I thought I was really good. <laughs> um, and um, so an idea for those of you that gifts is your love language is to create a Pinterest board, create a board of things that you like and just keep it updated. If gifts is your idea, you love things, so you don't mind looking for things that you like anyway. Or as you see something, just go ahead and send it to your husband so he can make a bank. Wes has a note section in his phone, and I do as well. Anytime we're riding in the car when somebody's like, hey, I really like this, or I'd really want this, just type it in the notes or pin it on your Pinterest so they automatically can get you something that you they know you're going to like and enjoy. I literally sent you something on Instagram. I've sent you two things recently. Well, the most recent right now is bourbon uh, cherries. Bourbon soaked cherries. Oh, I did cherries. send you bourbon soaked cherries <laughs> from Odette. Yes, I did. I sent you some earrings the other day and I an I Love chocolate shirt from Caleb of Jaleb, oh. my Love Island homies. I didn't put that in my notes. Well, <laughs> I'm fully expecting to get that for Christmas. And <laughs> Anybody that wants to get to hear that for Christmas, you just send that your, my way. I love Jaleb. Also, really, in those moments that someone is giving you something, your partner is giving you something, does the gratitude for his action or her action outweigh the actual thing that is being given? You know, yeah, Tyr and I talked about this earlier. Basically, what that means is, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was them cooking dinner so much better than anything you had to do? 
Yes, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and so not just automatically going to that complaint because all, they're not going to feel joyful the next time they have to do it. Yeah. The next huge area, and I'm really talking to the women in this one, is kids. Because we as moms who have bore these humans and keep our homes clean mostly, we are responsible for them. And we like to control how they act, what they do, everything. We just mm -hmm. want to be in control. And so when our husband comes in, we are no longer in control of the amount of mud that is on their shoes or how they are wrestling in the floor or anything like that. And so it kind of makes us a little crazy or we're like, he doesn't do anything. He, I can't leave my kids with him. He, he doesn't know how to do these things. And really it's because we haven't given him the confidence to know that he can. Now I'm talking about men that are fully capable, that are not harmful, that have no history of abuse or neglect, or, you know, you know, your child is going to be alive when you get home, yeah. you know? Um, those are the kinds of situations I'm talking about. I would never leave my child with anyone that I felt was unsafe. So whenever your husband is watching the kids, you can ask yourself, are they in danger? No. So just keep your mouth closed. Yep. Their diaper may barely be hanging on, but did he change it? If it messes up, will he clean it? Yeah. Okay, just don't pick that battle then, you yeah, know. Here's a big one. Uh you know, even with you, like are the kids wearing sleeping in what they wore during the day? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it a horrible thing? No. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's kind of Did our gross. kids possibly not brush their teeth this one night, you know? Well, with you it's every single <laughs> night. That's not true. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But if it's, you're the one that's willing to put them down, you know what? Tomorrow night I'm putting those suckers down. And I'll make sure their teeth are clean. <laughs> and so it's just giving up those things to give him that freedom to take care of them, you know, and knowing that they are going to be okay. And I can remember when Olive was a baby, this is something we started practicing early, early on. I can remember laying in the bed and hearing her crying. And I understand for women that are suffering from severe postpartum or anxiety, this is a difficult moment for you. But for someone who is not suffering from that, you can, you're okay. I can mm. remember laying there and hearing her crying, knowing she was safe, knowing she was okay and thinking, if he needs me, he will come and get me. And just having to breathe through that and let him figure it out. So then now he has the confidence to raise our children, to take care of our children without me constantly stepping in and telling him what he's done wrong, how he's doing it wrong, how they should be dressed and what their shoes and socks should look like and let him take some ownership in that and not feel like a crappy dad all the time because I'm constantly telling him what he's doing wrong. Well, and another, just like the last one with the gifts, wait until a moment where you can have that conversation. Yeah. You know, so... It's and that's not, true for all of these topics, by the yeah, way. Yeah, when you come home and you see the kids sleeping in what they were that day, it's not, why would you do that? Why are you doing it? I'm going to change them right now. Wait till the next day and be like, hey, uh, I laid out these clothes for them tonight, you know? Yeah, for sure, which the kids' clothes are currently laid out upstairs. <laughs> um, and another one, this is notorious dad life right here that is probably the number one most annoying thing for moms across America 
we have one goal. Those children are going to lay their heads down and they're going to go to sleep. And I have spent my entire day working towards that goal. And then what happens? You come upstairs 10 minutes before bed and decide it's the best time to wrestle. And you're going to wrestle those children and get them all riled up and all ready to go. And I have to ask myself the benefit (laughs) of you having those memories with them for you connecting with them outweighs anything else. And you're going to put those suckers to bed, mm-hmm. you know? And that's understandable yes. completely. Yeah. And so just knowing, okay, I would much rather my husband have a relationship with my children and connect with them in this way instead of me constantly dictating how they connect, what they're doing, and how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And letting that go while also then giving your husband the responsibility of the follow through. Okay. You put them in the mud puddle. You get to clean up their clothes. You wrestled them before bed. You get to put them to bed. And knowing without nitpicking what they're doing. Yeah. And slowly just letting them be a dad and a partner and not just constantly telling them how they're doing it wrong. Yep. The next section is love languages. And I know we've already talked about gifts. Love languages is huge. We talk about it a lot. And this is an area that we all have our own specific thing. And and really for this, it's all about teaching each other how we want to receive our love language and what that looks like. And that helps us so much. Go ahead and knock down this picking it apart. So you want a card for your birthday every year like that because your words, words of affirmation is your jam. You care more about a card than any thing pinned on your Pinterest in the last 10 years. And so you tell your husband, I want a card. Now, this man, such as West Wages, is not words of affirmation. Mm. They do not know how to handle this. I'm just as grateful for three lines written on a card as I would be for 25 lines written on a card. Mm -hmm. And thank you, thank you, thank you. That is what you say when that man steps up and hands you a card. That card may be made out for a grandpa. (laughs) Because it was funny. Because it was funny. Um, But if he has written anything on that card, thank you. Yeah, the, I mean, these are things just growing up. Like, I never did cards, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For you, it's really important. You yeah. Know? Um, and so, I, I mean, that's something literally I have to physically, like, tell myself do. You know what I mean? Yes. But it doesn't I, come natural. It, and on the flip side, for the husband, if all she wants is a damn card for her birthday, go get a damn card. Like, get a card. We're going to have to put explicit now. <laughs> it just, it does, it, it does fire me up on the flip side of that when, when women want something so simple yeah. and the, the man won't step up and do that. And so at that point, women, yeah, you go to bed mad, you know, like you can be frustrated about it. But if he takes the time and writes anything on it, that takes so much energy for a person who doesn't typically speak that language that the first step is to be grateful for it. And the more confidence and the more gratitude you show for that, what does it do? 
Oh, I mean, it speaks volumes. It makes you grow. Yeah. So if you tell him over these three, like, thank you so much. This means the world to me. And then you show him that that meant the world to you. Guess what? Next time you're going to get five sentences on that card. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, speaking life and speaking gratitude to your partner. All that does is make them want to do more and strive to be bigger and better. And it may be just that you have to teach them what do you want said to you? Mm-hmm. Wes knows, like, I mean, yeah, I, of course, what woman doesn't want to be told when they look hot or pretty? But for me, that's like 10% of the time. I want you to talk about what I've done, what I'm working on, what my actions are doing. Some women want to hear about their heart and their inner beauty, you know? And so if your words, you may have different things. You just need to tell him This is what I care about. This is what affects me. And a lot of that goes along with your Enneagram. These things all work together. For quality time, your husband may think sitting on the couch next to you on your phones is quality time because you're sitting next to each other. You may need to show him what quality time actually looks like in not a complaining way, not a condemning way. Go buy a game for Mm -hmm. the two of you to play and then just laugh with each other. And during that time, if that's what you're seeking, have fun with him and definitely don't do anything that's going to put him down in those moments. Because yeah. all that's going to do is fill him up and give him confidence to continue to do those things and those actions for you. And that that flips right to the other side. You know, same for women and men. You know, men, if you're seeking something from her, the more confidence you give her in that area, the more she's going to strive to do it. Absolutely. The next area is sex. And this is a big one. Um, so with all of these, I, I encourage you, which I'll get to at the end, is like you will speak. You are going to tell them what you want. You do get to do that. Sex is kind of a sticky one. <laughs> yeah. Where for this one, I'm like, pretty much don't complain at all. <laughs> yeah. No complaints around sex because it is such a vulnerable act. Now I'm not saying don't say what you want because there is a way to say what you want without a complaint. And that is what is important. So if you start complaining, whichever partner you're is listening, they're going to clam up. This is both set, both humans, you know, so vulnerable that that will make them feel unworthy and then you will never get where you want to be. So what you're saying is there's never a good time to really complain uh, about like sex that you should always come with. Yes, absolutely. Come with what? Come with, it means a lot to me when you Mm -hmm. do this or I prefer this over this or try this instead, or I would really like to blank, you know, any of those things still get your point across of what you are wanting without saying you don't do a good job doing this, Mm -hmm. or I don't like when you do that, you know, or you're not doing this enough for me. Mm -hmm. Instead, whenever they are doing it and they are showing up be like, dude, you freaking killed it. You rocked it. Like that next day, if your woman's rocking your world or your man, whichever one is like wanting it, you better be showing up and giving them that love language. You yeah. know, especially if you know it's very vulnerable for them. That next day you let her know or him know, I saw you. 
you showed up and I'm not going to forget it. Can't wait for tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You showing up back for them, showing up with that gift, that cooked dinner, that card, not on a birthday, mm-hmm. any of those things, all that does is fuel that partner to want to show back up the next night. And so I'm sure y'all are seeing my point at at this point. Mm -hmm. The more you praise the partner and thank them and show gratitude instead of automatically giving a complaint, the more they're going to show up for you, the more excited they're going to be to show up for you. And this is something that I, I struggle with. And I've really tried to be intentionally focused on being better at because I tend to be the one to be like, ugh, I don't like this. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I'm way more vocal about those things. And so it is a conscious effort to not do that. And, and seeing like, man, I'm not complaining about these breakfasts, no matter what's put in front of me, the man keeps showing up with breakfast. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep being grateful. Mm-hmm. Every single day because it just keeps coming. And y'all all know that there should be a whole nother category of love language and that is food for me. Mm-hmm. So the more that I show up with gratitude, no matter what is given, the more I get closer and closer to those desired things, the things that I really want. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. You know, and this is another big thing. Do this with your kids as well. Yeah. And that's tough because they don't see the, they don't see the good in it. But like when you just empower your kids and tell them the good things instead of those negative, I, the hard part is, is like, we don't reap the benefits of that until hopefully, <laughs> yeah, long, long time from now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so really like all y'all psychologists are like, this is positive reinforcement. Yes. This, this is positive <laughs> reinforcement. It's exactly what it is. And so we ask yourself, does the action or thought outweigh the desire of what I actually wanted? And if it does, nothing but gratitude. I'm not saying to never speak your truth or what you're wanting. Pick your battles and choose those right moments. Don't shut someone down immediately when it happens. Thank each other and notice each other when you're stepping up. This is something we've really... Wes and I've had to work on, especially in this season to be like, Hey, I, this is how I'm stepping up for you right now. Or he's had to remind me, Hey, I've done this. Like, don't forget about this because we're all so busy and there's so much noise or so much going on that it is easy to overlook those moments of your partner stepping up and then teach each other what you like in a non-demanding way, such as I really like when you do this. I feel seen and loved when you do this and then start practicing that for each other. And it just grows and grows and your marriage just becomes so much richer. And I've seen this in us to where I, we're, I don't feel like we're at a point where we're keeping score with each other Yeah, because, and we, we actually got into a big fight this weekend (laughs) and I've said this on here, like, I've had moments where the devil has whispered in my ear, Wes isn't doing this for you. And I'm then able to say back to that voice in my head, oh, but he's done this and this and this and this. And he, Wes has made it so easy for me to fight that battle and not harbor resentment or bitterness over the things he's not doing 
because I'm able to see all the things that he is. Mm. So when we're doing these things for each other, we're just, our love and our commitment and our like passion for each other is just growing because we're both just giving to each other so often, but we're, we feel like we're both getting more than we're even giving because we're feeling that love language that's being poured into us. And so I, I really know that this, this is the rich part of marriage. You know, this is where it gets really, really good. And we get to see those benefits of what another person can bring to you out of love and just showing up for each other. Yeah. Yeah. In the relationship, this is just teaching each other how the other person works. Yeah. Um, And that helps a lot for the male. You know what I mean? Like for you to be able to tell me, hey, I love cards. Cards mean a lot to me. I would love a card as much as possible. Yeah. And I think that comes with maturity in marriage as well. Because for so long, we're just like, oh, if he really loved me, he would just know. Oh, man. He would know to bring me a card. He would know that I need this. It's like, no, tell each other what you want without complaining about in that moment what's been done previously. You know, are you following that? I'm following you. Okay, awesome. So I hope that was helpful to some couple out there. I hope that tonight you can find a way to show up and love on your spouse and do something for them and not complain over what they're doing for you. You know, just be grateful and then start that process of teaching each other Mm -hmm. what it is that brings you the most joy. And, you know, something that brings me a lot of joy. Reviews. <laughs> Reviews. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone. We, I, I want to continue to highlight a review because it really just means so much to me that Cat pa- Patch, Cat Patch would take time and get on here and say, you guys are so real and open. So many helpful nuggets of advice of doing marriage in the midst of littles. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cat Patch, um, because I'm words of affirmation. And so this really does mean a ton. And also, we, we're we wanting to grow. I'm just super honest with everybody about everything. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we can grow is if you share. So I would love if you would find your favorite episode or send this one, post about it on Instagram to your friends, your family, anyone that you think could benefit from it. That's my desire and our hope. So we are always so appreciative for every single one of you showing up every single week. And this next week is going to be a crazy one. Uh, We are one week away from the election. So I just encourage you to go into this week with as much love and grace for our fellow humans that are hurting in this crazy and lost world as you possibly can. Because I know that life is a little crazy. And there are days that you feel a little crazy. Especially when you're trying to watch those calories so you can eat cheesecake later. But your man just lays those pancakes on the table. (laughs) (laughs) And you just got to say, thank you. You are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace. Peace. Peace.